0: Hey everybody, it's Honorado and Miller. Good to be back with you. If you're watching us on Thursday night, uh, we are going to give you the latest on the parade shooting, the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade shooting, Uh, one person dead, 22 injured, and more details to come on that. So a sad way certainly uh, to start the show. We've got a couple of guests on this week's show. Albany Firewolves face-off man Joe Nardella plays defense for them as well. And the head coach from the Adirondack Thunder, Pete MacArthur, two teams playing really, really well and two teams that will be home this weekend. Get out and see those really good Capital Region squads. Joseph Gerrard III collects some hardware in the ACC as Clemson beats North Carolina and Syracuse and then Miami on the other side of that so the Tigers are playing well interesting rumor from NBA trade deadline talks betting way up at the Genesis thanks to Tiger Woods got a lot on this week's show let's get going to recap Super Bowl 58 as well
1: This is Honorado and Miller, sponsored by Alpenhaus. House.
0: Okay, here we go. Chris Honorado with you here on Honorado and Miller. We'll take you uh, inside the Alpenhouse ski shop in Amsterdam. Boy, did we miss out on some snow, huh? Thought, thought we might get some snow earlier in the week. Uh, we did not. Maybe a dusting here uh, to come. Let's start on this sad, serious note though, and generally we can smile and laugh and make fun of some stuff in the world of sports, but not this, and unfortunately, gun violence, this is not gonna turn into a gun debate, gun violence, unfortunately, taking over the headlines here. Um, More than a million people estimated to be at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade on Wednesday, and this is how it ends, gunfire one person dead, 22 injured, eight people in critical condition, half of the injured um, under the age of 16, dealing with a lot of kids here, just innocent bystanders, collateral damage to just this stupid, stupid act of several people. According to Kansas City Police, this was the result of a dispute among several people. Three people in custody. Firearms were covered. And so when we saw the news on Wednesday as it broke, your first thought always is mass shooting. It's just where we are as a country. First thought, mass shooting. Then just even a trickle of detail comes out. And I thought, said this to Ash, you know what? This feels like a fight. Between people, and they just pulled guns and start shooting at one another. And so then I started to think okay, what's worse? Somebody who goes to the parade with the intent to hurt people, mass shooting style, or this, where people are so quick to anger and to turn that anger to think the Action has to be to shoot the other person or even just to pull a gun. I don't know. There's not, there's not a lot you can say. If that's where we are as a people to have an argument at a celebratory parade to turn that into essentially a gunfight here where you're in close proximity to a bunch of people, right? This is at the end of the parade where they're going to celebrate on a stage and do all those speeches that get played back a thousand times and guaranteeing another title or whatever, calling this a dynasty, which it is, and that this is how it ends. Look, I get it. The first way is worse. Just the intent... To go there to hurt somebody. That wasn't this. But still to not be able to control emotions to the point where you think I'm going to shoot this person that I'm arguing with. I'm having a fight with. I don't know. Sad. Really sad. The one person who died, her name is Lisa Lopez Galvin. Local radio DJ. Mother of two. And again, a number of what we'll call children between the ages of 8 to 47, all those victims in the shooting. The uh, sound from the police chief, angry. Sound from the mayor, disappointed. He can be buoyed by the fact that Kansas City is not going to shut down future celebrations because of this, right? And we said it all the time, like, hey, you can't let the bad guys win. And again, it's not the same as as any, you know, act of terrorism. But the St. Patrick's Day Parade in Kansas City is still on. We'll see if that holds. I don't know. All you can do, all I can do anyway, is shake my head at the, uh, the senseless act uh, of violence here. Again, three people in custody, a dispute among several people that turned into gunfire. That's the latest on the Chiefs Parade shooting that we have as you, uh, as we bring this to you on a Thursday night. If you're watching on TV over the weekend, Saturday night or Sunday morning, uh, we are live on Thursday nights on News Channel 13's Facebook, YouTube, and X comment along be part of the conversation uh we'd love to have you on a thursday night if you're already watching us live we appreciate that all right let's take a quick time out here on honorado and miller a little bit of a break got a bunch couple of guests to come up on the show we're going to recap super bowl 58 um but next an nba trade that didn't happen but oh, it would have been so sweet.
2: Experience the joy of the slopes and endless winter fun with our pre-president's day sale, February 12th through the 17th at Alpen House. Don't miss out on 20 to 50% off storewide and make sure you're ready to conquer the mountain with our huge selection of equipment from the industry's top ski and snowboard manufacturers and find stylish gear that'll keep you warm for all your winter adventures from the apparel brands you love. Hurry in to take 20 to 50% off storewide February 12th through the 17th. Get outside and play with
3: Alpenhouse. I don't care what kind of stories that's been told on you. That may be a lot of things in life you used to do. If you can't give true love to me, I'll understand. Just do the best you can.
1: The Globe Ultra. 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. And now, back to Honorado and Miller. Sponsored by Alphen House.
0: Wasn't a ton of exciting stuff that happened uh, at the NBA trade deadline, but there was this one little nugget that surfaced.
1: And now, dirty, difficult, and done. Sponsored by Performance Industrial.
0: Bill and Karen Miller at Performance Industrial, where there is never a job that's too dirty or too difficult for their team to get it done. A segment we do every single week on Honorado and Miller called Dirty, Difficult, Done. The dream of LeBron James and Steph Curry teaming up is unfortunately done. This was fun. I, I mean, I, I never really even saw it coming, but... Think back, you know, what more than a month ago now to that epic Saturday night primetime game between the Lakers and the Warriors that went to overtime where Steph and LeBron just kind of went shot for shot, assist for assist. It was awesome. And then imagine those two players together. What have we always said about LeBron James? You got to surround him with shooting. Imagine LeBron at any point in his career, having played with Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. I mean, come on. Even now, on the downside of their careers, LeBron 39, Clay just not the same guy. Curry still, still phenomenal in so many ways. It would have been a lot of fun to see. But I will say this LeBron is not a joiner anymore. He did it once with Miami. But after he won in Cleveland as the guy, right? That Miami team is still Dwayne Wade's team. After he won in Cleveland as the architect of the roster, and then obviously the clear, clear number one superstar. I mean, who else was on those teams that really scared you? Didn't have any. I mean, Kevin Love was a good player, but come on. So he did it in Cleveland. Then he went to L.A., got Anthony Davis to come from New Orleans. So again, he's the guy, right? He established, this is my team. You come join me. And he got into Golden State with him the other way around. And I just, LeBron's not going to do that in his career unless it's a matter of playing with his son. So he can be an unrestricted free agent at the end of this year, LeBron. If Bronny gets drafted or ends up somewhere, and LeBron wants to sign there for a vet minimum, or a certainly not a fifty-one million dollar a year contract like he would get in LA if he opts in. Uh, that that would be maybe joining a different team. But this would be Steph, Clay, Draymond, Steve Kerr, LeBron James. Maybe you know the, not the best player on the planet currently, but boy, he's top five. Got to be a top five player still. And he might rank below all of those names I just listed in terms of Warriors fans, right? These are the guys who have been here, who have won. You are joining our team. And I just don't see LeBron doing that at this stage in his career. But it would have been fun. Would have been a lot of fun. Lakers are ahead of the Warriors, too, by the way, in the Western Conference standing. So if you're LeBron, you're probably thinking, like, why am I taking a step back? Now, he wouldn't be. There's more reliability with what Golden State has um, than hoping Anthony Davis makes it to the finish line. Would have been cool. It was a great, I mean, great little something there. Ramona Shelburne, I believe, had a report from ESPN um, that Golden State tried to get LeBron James warriors owner had a conversation with lebron's agent rich paul and uh just didn't go anywhere but good on the lakers good on genie bus to allow that conversation to happen and trust that you've created an environment that the superstar player you have wants to still be part of now can the lakers make noise in the postseason no not in seven game series against denver I mean, Minnesota's way up there, too, but really, they don't have it. And and Golden State doesn't have it either. Steph Curry said we're, we're basically like a mediocre team right now. So it would have been fun to see the star power joined on either side, right? I mean, talk about Steph getting traded. That wouldn't happen. He's a warrior for life. But it would have been cool to see those two get together on a court together when they're not uh, the opposition. Joe Nardella of the Albany Firewolves still to come here. On the show, we'll also talk with Pete MacArthur, head coach of the Adirondack Thunder. Really cool promotion uh, that the Thunder have going on country night on Saturday night. We'll give you a look at the jerseys. Pretty sweet. The sweaters and the pants. Pretty sweet design uh, that they've come up with there. Uh, And before we say goodbye on this week's show, we'll talk about Tiger Woods in action at the Genesis Genesis Invitational, which is a tournament that he hosts And Joseph Girard III's success at Clemson, certainly the Tigers look like a tournament team that's for sure we're back right after this on honorado and miller
2: it's our most exciting event of the year the time has come for our annual ski demo day at royal mountain get an exclusive look at next year's lineup of skis from your favorite brands come to royal mountain ski area on thursday february 22nd for a sneak peek at upcoming releases from the top ski manufacturers before they hit stores meet with industry pros and test multiple skis to find the right setup for you try before you buy ride next year's skis this year at alpen house demo day at royal mountain Alpenhouse Ski Shop, run by skiers and riders since 1964.
4: At Marcella's Appliance Center, our commitment is to you, providing essential appliances that families depend on for cooking, refrigeration, cleaning and sanitation, plus appliance repair. You can have peace of mind that Marcella's is here for you today and every day, like we have been since 1957, helping you make the right choice with trusted brands like Whirlpool, Maytag, KitchenAid, Gen Air, and many more. Shop Marcella's Appliance Center in-store, online, or by
1: phone. We're here for you. And now, back to Honorado & Miller, sponsored by Alpenhouse. Back
0: on Honorado and & Miller, and now inside Alpenhouse's Amsterdam Ski Shop. Come check this place out if you haven't already. I mean, all of your winter needs, but certainly spring and summer as well. We'll dive into that here in a second. But President's Day weekend is here. There's a pre-President's Day sale happening at Alpenhouse. Good through Saturday, 20 to 50% off store-wide. That's worth the trip alone. And then obviously, you know, we usually get into the holiday itself. There are always deals here at Alpen House. That includes the top brands, right? So it's not just, you know, stuff that's already discounted. You're getting a greater discount. Top brands and equipment and apparel all discounted here. So with snow, you're going to get a taste of it Thursday into Friday. Get you back in the mood for uh, winter sports. Alpenhouse is your place to be. You saw the commercial running as well. Demo day is Thursday, February 22nd at Royal Mountain. Exclusive sneak peeks at next year's lineup of skis and snowboards. Never too early right, to know what's coming out to get ahead of that. Um, And meet with the pros. right? Get some uh, expert advice on what you should be using and how to use it. And you'll have a chance to try it before you buy it if you're in the mood already like saturday was 60 degrees if you're in the mood for summer you know how this stuff goes if you're thinking about a pool get your order in now do it now you'll be swimming this season they certainly stack those appointments up uh, at Alpenhouse house in order to get a pool in your ground so come on by here check out the design center talk with the experts here at Alpenhouse house uh, if you want to create that backyard oasis Uh, our thanks to katie osborne and andy heck their support here of the show each and every single week nobody does skis snowboards pools better than alpenhouse come check them out in amsterdam the store in clifton park as well all right let's do the recap here on the super bowl uh everybody's been talking about it i haven't had my chance to really dive into it now until this show so here we go third title in five years what a game Overtime, only second overtime Super Bowl in history. The Patriots won the other one against the Falcons, of course. Um, this was fun. It was slow, a little bit of a snooze early, but you had turnovers early, the McCaffrey and Pacheco fumbles. So there was some of that that at least held your interest, I hope, in the uh, the first quarter and the first half overall. But Shanahan loses another 10-point lead here. His playoff record with 10-point leads, not good. Um, Of course, the Super Bowl, which we just mentioned, Patriots-Falcons, he was the offensive coordinator in that game. And so there are questions about his ability to to win the big game and hold the lead in the big game. But San Francisco's got to feel pretty good about him being the head coach and, and Brock Purdy still being rookie contract at the quarterback position. They'll be back, and I'll show you the odds here. Coming up here in a second uh, for Super Bowl 59 in terms of who Vegas thinks has the best chance to do it. The top two teams won't surprise you, but I've got I have some sleeper picks value value as they like to say throw down a little on some uh, some longer shots was uh, I looked through the odds I found a couple of teams that I like to take. A shot on but this is Patrick Mahomes being the next Tom Brady and by that I mean three Super Bowls now at 28 years old three MVPs it's not crazy to now to now have the conversation about whether or not he can catch Brady Brady's got seven okay it's a lot I get it but we were Wanting to have this conversation with him, Holmes won his first one just because he was so young. But now he has three. And and after the first, I think we all kind of said, it's tough to win two. Like, look at the short list of guys who've won two Super Bowls. Even shorter list of guys who've won three. Holmes only the fifth guy to ever do this. So it's not crazy at 28 to say he could get to seven. My biggest concern would be the head coach. Is Andy Reid going to be around long enough for Mahomes to win seven? Can he do it with another coach? Saw Brady do it with another coach. Probably shouldn't question whether or not Mahomes could do it. And as you know, I picked, picked the 49ers to win last week. And I'm learning my lesson slowly. And this happened with me and Brady all the time. I would look at what New England was doing, how they were playing. The I'd look at the roster, and I'd say – Not talented enough. Not going to beat that team. They're struggling this year. And all of those signs were the same for Kansas City this year. Receiving core. Uh, Rasheed Rice, Marquez Valdez-Stantling, Kadarius Tony can't even get on the field. Miko Hardman cut by the Jets. Like, Is this really a Super Bowl? Obviously yes. And it all starts with number 15. So I'm I was burned many times picking against Tom Brady. Burned last week picking against Patrick Mahomes. Can't say I'll never do it again, because what fun would that be? Right? Still try to find the edge betting against Mahomes. But there was no point in the playoffs, the AFC side of things, where I felt like Mahomes is going to lose. Kansas City always felt like the better team. But San Francisco is more talented. And I guess that then comes back to the coaching. They fire Steve Wilkes, the defensive coordinator, only because I'm sure Kyle Shanahan felt like we have to do something. There has to be an explanation for why we didn't win, and we're going to blame, if you will, the defensive coordinator. Not Wilkes' fault. The defense was better this year than it was last year. So certainly not Steve Wilkes' fault, but he becomes kind of the quote-unquote fall guy, if you will. How many people were losing their minds over Taylor Swift's screen time? Here it is. I'm sure you've seen it already. But only 54 seconds of airtime during the Super Bowl. I, I don't know. The people who get upset with cutaway shots on the network of Taylor Swift celebrating or just hanging out in the suite, like, who can't, like big deal. There's a lot of downtime in between plays and football. Show the crowd, show the celebrities, go for it. She's the biggest celebrity on the planet. If, you know, Paul Rudd was the only guy at the Chiefs game on a given Sunday, they'd probably find him as well. So I I have never had a problem with this. I think it's fun. I'm a big storyline guy. You know that. I root for good storylines. This was a great storyline all year long. Here we go. Let's look ahead because he can only look back for so long. Here we go. Super Bowl 59. What do you like here? Niners and Chiefs at the top. Ravens. I can't buy in. I can't buy in. Super talented. Maybe healthy next year at the running back position, but Gus Edwards was there all year long and he's he's really really good. Bills and Lions. Anybody want to take a shot at that 12 to 1 not me. Got to see what the Bills do this offseason. A lot of question marks. Stefan Diggs going to be there next year? Joe Brady has shown he will run the ball. This team can run the ball. I don't know that you need a high-priced and at times problematic wide receiver like Stefan Diggs. My guess is he's not in Buffalo next season. They'll have to figure things out with John, for Josh Allen then. I am big on Detroit regressing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be that guy. I, I think I know they're good. I think it's a step back for Detroit next year. So I don't like them. Cowboys, Bengals, 15 to 1. Cincinnati, you know what, honestly, beyond San Fran and Kansas City, who are just the shoe ins here, Cincinnati would be next for me. But I really like these two sleepers. Really like the Rams at 30 to 1. Look at the way they played when Stafford was healthy this year a really good football team really good football team Um, certainly could have won wild card weekend in Detroit and maybe should have won and the Texans again quarterback on a rookie contract division that is certainly winnable I'm not going to call it easy because I think Indy and Jacksonville are good teams or will be anyway So it's not an easy division to win, but I like them to win that division. And that's the road, right? Like you would say to me, hey, but the Rams aren't going to win the division because the 49ers are in there. So it makes the road more difficult. I get that 100%. So you look at the Texans then. If Tank Dell were healthy, would we have liked Houston to go deeper in the playoffs? Maybe. And again, that rookie contract for a quarterback cannot overstate that. Houston could do some things this offseason. That's 25 to 1, 30 to 1. Two interesting shots. I, I like those two uh, quite a bit. All right, lots well, to still go on the show here. Boy, we are loaded up with guests. We've got Joe Nardella, Albany Firewolves faceoff man. Play some defense for them as well. One of the best faceoff guys in the entire National Lacrosse League. Firewolves are back home this weekend. You can catch the game on my four if you aren't going but certainly check them out in person against Colorado at MVP arena, seven o'clock Saturday night. Um, And we've got, I mean, the incredible Adirondack thunder this year, what a season they are having. They've got country night on Saturday. Wait until you see, the jerseys that have been designed for this. We'll talk with the head coach, Pete MacArthur. It's all still coming up here on Honorado and Miller. Back right after this with Joe Nardella.
5: The great thing about novices, no matter
0: who you are, they're going to put all the detail in the world into your brand. I feel like they have been a big part of my success, making me feel comfortable. This is Harrison Butker, Super Bowl champion
3: kicker for the Kansas City Chiefs. Claim your crown. What kind of stories that's been told on you That may be a lot of things in life you used to do If you can't give true love to me, I'll understand Just do the best you can
1: Michelob Ultra, 2.6 carbs and 95 calories And now, back to Honorado and Miller, sponsored by Alpenhouse.
0: Back on Honorado and Miller from Alpenhouse in Amsterdam. Of course, Andy Heck and Katie Osborne, uh, partners of the show. Can't thank them enough for their support now going on three years here doing this show. Love being out in Amsterdam. And yeah, you know what Katie Osborne was telling me? There may not be snow like right on the ground in your backyard, depending where you live, but it's on the mountains. You can ski. And of course, there's no place better than Alpenhouse to get everything you need uh, for your winter activities, including skiing, snowboarding, and all that good stuff. It is out there. You can do it. Here's one guy who probably, I, I would imagine, there's contractual stuff that says he can't be on skis. And maybe after the injuries, he wouldn't even, wouldn't even want to be on skis. Let's bring in Joe Nardella here from the Albany Firewolves. Joe, man, it's it's good to see you. Thanks for doing the show, dude. It was good to catch up with you before the game, the last home game you guys had. Um, how do you feel having lost two in a row, little slide, um, but being back home this Saturday night now um, against Colorado? Where is this team mentally knowing, hey, it's, it's still in front of us?
6: Yeah, I think, you know, if you were to say – before the start of the season after eight games, we'd be six and two. I yeah. think everyone, including the fans and the players and the coaches, would all be pretty happy with that. Obviously, we wish we were eight and zero, Um, but I think this kind of provides some good feedback on things we got to improve on and just – we're pretty fresh right now. We've had two of the last three weeks off. We're playing a Colorado team who's been in the finals the past two years. so a great challenge. and for whatever reason, I think this group rises up and plays some of these top teams as tough as anybody in the league. so I'm excited for what's on deck this weekend.
0: talked to coach about that earlier in the week and he kind of said that too. like it's weird we we've we've dipped back when people probably thought we wouldn't. and so maybe it is a and Colorado's a team I'm sure you follow this the last couple of years like, They get hot as the season goes. So it feels like a game that could kind of go either way. And and honestly, Joe, I don't know.
6: It feels like that's this league every week. Yeah. If you look at the standings, it's pretty jammed up between two and six wins. You know, even the teams down with two wins are still. In right. contention, and the guys with six or five wins aren't safe. So I think every week you got to earn it. The, the league's tough. There's a ton of parity and great players across the board on every team. So I think Colorado poses no different of a challenge than every other team weekend can and week we out. We're going to expect their best, and we're looking to get a big win at home. The ACL
0: injury last year was not your first major injury, um, but you missed most of the NLL season and then all the PLL season. How much did you miss it?
6: You know, it, it really makes you appreciate just being able to go out and practice, being able to work out throughout the week and prepare for something. Um, I did miss it a lot. You know, it's been part of my, a big part of my life for the last eight years. And it's something that I have a lot of fun doing and uh, enjoy being around the group. And that's probably the toughest part about it is having to really dial in and just do your work on your own and know that you have something to get back to and something to chase to get back on the field. And that's kind of what motivated me to stay the course. I find
0: this so interesting, the, the the clinics you do, the academy you have. Um, it's called Face-Off Factory. Uh, but what, what interests me most about it, Joe, I think, is that you're one of the best in the sport to do it. And so no one would blame you for keeping all the secrets to yourself. But here you are sharing them with not just people younger than you, not at a professional level yet, but even guys who are traveling the country with you, who are pros, who you're gonna face at yeah. some point, what what why do you why do you do that? Why don't you just kind of play it close to
6: the vest? You know, I think like we're all here for a bigger purpose and that's serving the game and paying it forward. And there are a lot of great pros who taught me tricks and tips and things that helped me get to this level. And I think like we owe it to the game to give back to the next generation. And I think that's how lacrosse is going to become one of these sports that you see on TV, you know, every week. And I hope that's the case someday. I hope these kids growing up like aspire to be NLL or PLL pros in their own right. And I think the only way to help them get there is to, to guide them and show them show them the way.
0: Is there anything you've kept from, like, a Trevor or a TD? Like, hey,
6: I'll show you some of this, but I'm not going to give you my best. I think everybody's kind (laughs) of got their own little tips and tricks in terms of, like, strategizing and in-game adjustments. And I think that's really where it comes down to the athlete, your experience, and then just like how many face-offs you've seen and like what you know you can do to adapt and adjust. And it's nuanced. It's very intricate game in and game out. Every guy's different, but I think, you know, the more film you watch, the more face-offs you do, like the better you get at figuring things out on the fly and knowing like, oh, if I do this a little different, I might have more success.
0: When this franchise moved to Albany three years ago or four years ago now, almost um, we heard people who were new to box lacrosse heard, "Eh, you know what the face-off isn't that important because it's a quick shot clock. It's a fast moving game. We're going to get possessions anyway. I don't know. I look at last year and this year with you being healthy and the way the offense has been uh, this season compared to last. And it it sure feels like there's a difference. Tell me, I, I believe there is a difference. Tell me why, that way of thinking that eh, it's not that big
6: of a deal is wrong. You know, I think like different coaches have different philosophies and theories about all this stuff. I think it, it can hurt the team if you have a draw guy who's not winning and not playing defense, right, and contributing in other yeah. areas on the field. Yeah. So I think like, one, you got to be a complete player if you're going to be a face-off guy that adds value to your team. But I think you see it with us. There's games where we go on runs and we get momentum and we might win a couple in a row and then games where teams – who win a couple in a row get momentum it's also a great way to close teams out at the end of games and limit their possessions as well as just strengthen your chances of coming back in games where you know maybe you're behind a little bit so i think like all those things kind of play a factor and i was actually watching some film on colorado's game last week and they had like the top 4 faceoff guys and all their teams are in the top 5 in terms of standings now so i don't know if you know i'm not going to say there's a direct correlation to that cuz that's pretty astounding but I do think it definitely plays a factor, and like for our team, I know like defensively, when we're winning faceoffs, we're a lot more fresh, and we can chase guys around and play the aggressive style that we want.
0: This league intrigues me too, Joe, because so many of the players are remote, and I would imagine it's difficult for a coach because they would love the consistency of like being in meetings face to face with their players every week or every day and being in the weight room with them every day and all that. So there's a there's a level of accountability here that's unique with this league because you're you're telling me you're remote. Hey, I was just watching the Colorado game. I mean, yeah, there's nobody on your back to make sure you're doing the work. You've got to be accountable to
6: yourself, right? Yeah, and I think, like, it's all about surrounding yourself with, like, a good routine and the right people. You know, the place that I train at, I'm there three, four days a week. And, like, if I'm not there at the time, I'm, I say I'm going to be. Like, I'm getting texts and I'm feeling bad about it, right? Yep. So I think you, it's really about the environment you put yourself in and then just staying consistent with preparation. But, like, you got to know if you're not putting in the work, you're not going to be playing for very long. And I think the competitiveness in our league and all the up-and-coming young stars – that are chomping at the bit to get a chance to play on the field. Like, you got to remember there's always people chasing you. Give me something you do – I say weight room, but you know what I mean. In a a
0: workout class, in a a workout setting, give me something you do as a face-off guy that I'm not going to catch maybe just your average athlete doing.
6: Yeah, they make me do a ton of grip stuff um, where I'm holding weights and whether it's marching, I have to do sled pushes and pulls. I got to do a lot of stuff in bear, bear crawl position. Um, other things I do, like yesterday we played speed lacrosse for conditioning, which is like three-on-three three with tennis balls and little nets, right? So you get to work on you know some of the transition stuff that we actually see in games and playing a little goalie even. Um, so all those things, I think play a big, big role. And, you know, the biggest thing for me that I get to do is like coaching four nights a week. I'm going against a lot of my kids and challenging them and trying out new things and working on my craft as well. Kind of sneakily, you know,
0: you said you play a little bit of goal. Could you
6: give blaze a run for his money? No, I don't think so. I'm not quite there yet. I'm, I'm pretty good inside, but when the shots come from a little further out, I struggle to see it sometimes.
0: I mean, it's super two-way in this sport. Yeah, it, yeah that's okay. Um, all right, Joe, what um what about this Colorado team presents a challenge
6: that you've seen on tape? You know, I think that they're, they're strong on both sides of their, their offense. You know, their lefties are very experienced. They all have championship experience. Their righties are really gelling together. They got Connor Kelly, Zed Williams, oh. and um And Gibson, and those three are playing really well. I think we're going to have to play aggressive. We're going to have to be on their hands. We're going to have to communicate really effectively to keep them away from the net. And hopefully, you know, whether it's Dougie or Getty in there, we're giving them shots they want to see, and we're getting up and out the other way. And I think defensively, like, they play a very unique style where they have a goaltender who challenges shots and plays a high arc, and Dylan Ward, and he's one of the best. And their D does a really good job of playing a style that, like, fits the shots he wants to see. So we're going to have to make sure we're moving the ball and everybody's getting to those dirty areas of the floor where we can score goals. Love it.
0: Um, good luck, man. Let's snap this slide. Let's I get know. the people in the stands for this one uh, back home. Uh, after a bye week, it has been very inconsistent, this schedule. Clarky's like, ah, I don't love this. How about from a player perspective? Do you enjoy
6: that week off just to get the body back? Yeah. I mean, one week is great. Two out of three weeks is a little bit much. I guess we played pretty consistent through December and January. Um, So I guess we were due and I think we have a pretty good haul here in February and March. And then towards the end of March, we have a buy. And I think at the end of April, we have a buy. So I'd say like it worked out. It's spaced out for the most part. We have about one weekend off a month. And I think that's all you could ask for. You get one rest weekend and then full steam ahead on the others. All right, Joe, good luck, man. You see it on the screen right
0: there. Best way to find everything this guy is doing in the world of lacrosse at Joe Nards. Two S's on Instagram. Joe, go check him out. Joe, thank
6: you, man. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. I'll see you this weekend.
2: Experience the joy of the slopes and endless winter fun with our pre-president's day sale, February 12th through the 17th at Alpen House. Don't miss out on 20 to 50% off store-wide. And make sure you're ready to conquer the mountain with our huge selection of equipment from the industry's top ski and snowboard manufacturers. And find stylish gear that'll keep you warm for all your winter adventures from the apparel brands you love. Hurry in to take 20 to 50% off store-wide February 12th through the 17th. Get outside and play with Alpenhaus. Teams. Athletes. Organizations. We're transforming the custom apparel industry through products and purpose.
5: Claim your crown.
1: And now back to Honorado & Miller. Sponsored by Alpen House.
0: Back on Honorado and Miller, and joined by the head coach of the Adirondack Thunder, uh, first place. Hello, thank you very much, Adirondack Thunder in the Eastern Conference, second overall in the league. Pete MacArthur, man, it's good having you on the show. Thanks for doing this. How are you?
5: Yeah, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me again. It's, uh...
0: Uh, so yeah, the last time we talked was beginning of the year. I don't want to. I hope I'm not throwing off any mojo here. You guys have going, but you're in you're in a better physical shape um than when we last spoke at 66 points man as a team I you guys had 75 as a squad last year I mean way ahead of what you guys were able to do and you even made the playoffs last year this is an impossible question but I'll ask it anyway can you put your finger on one aspect as to why you guys have been so good this year
5: buy-in just easier getting the guys on, on the same page um seems like everybody in there's understands that it works when everybody just focuses on their job and we got better buy-in. That's, that's the biggest difference. I love that.
0: Is that an aha moment as a coach? How do you, when do you realize I've got the room now?
5: Um, I think it was just maybe a couple months into the first year, last year, like after Christmas time, new year, when we kind of understood what it took to win games mm-hmm. and that we're going to need to do this the same exact way, no matter how painful it can be at times, we got to do it this way. This is what makes us successful. Uh, and once we got that blueprint down where we could plug guys in and out and win three, two or win six, one, then you start to get that belief. And we kind of started that way this year. It took us a couple games to figure it out, but, you know, the first three wins we had, they were all in different fashion, shootout, mm-hmm. overtime, um, and then just a regular three-period win. And there were different types of scores, high scoring, low scoring. We had a game where we beat Florida 1-0, to zero, you know. So we've kind of gone through a lot of different experiences early in the year, and that's continued on. And we play the same way, fast, physical, team choice hockey. That's fun to be a part of it so far.
0: All right, the way you're describing it leads me to one note I I made because I'm looking at just player stats, and I'm scrolling, and I'm like, where's the first Thunder guy I hit? Where's the first Thunder guy I hit? But you have five guys with at least 30 points. So they may not be 50-plus point guys at this point in the season like some other teams might have, but you've got a collection of guys who are all contributing. I mean, I don't know if you pay attention to that stuff, but when you
5: hear it, what does that tell you? team um that's what i was taught my whole life i can vividly remember my father always telling me it's it's this more so than this uh-huh back here and we have a group uh, a group of guys that get that you know we got shane harper and he's probably the best offensive player in the league he's right at a point of game he'll end up with 60 or 70 points when it's all said and done and he's a game changer that you need but that's it makes us hard to play against it doesn't matter who's in the lineup it's Ashbrook or Gillespie or Josephek or Broman or Smith or Grasso or Midendorf, Ibrahimov, Harano, Marcin, Kavich. They're all these guys can can score. Um, And and then on the back end as well, we've got some guys that are capable of moving the puck and moving themselves when they play with confidence. So I always wanted to have guys around me, you know, when you're playing, like if I I don't have my best game, who's going to pick up the slack, you know, and we have a, a room full of guys like that. And I think it's, I think it's comforting that for them to know that if they just work hard we're going to be having an opportunity to be in games
0: you mentioned grasso's name he leads you in goals but let's talk about harper i mean does, when does this guy slow down like what would it take for this guy to ever slow down
5: just stop and play uh, especially at this level i think that he has that type of confidence yeah. uh, in himself that filters through our team but He just understands how to be successful. He knows what he is. He gets a little bit of a longer rope because he is the kind of guy that cannot be having a good game and then pop off in the Mm -hmm. third period for three points, and you're like, okay, no, that's who you are, right? Uh, So I think the only thing that slows him down is when he stops and hangs up his his skates for good, and it seems like that will be after this season, so I think he's really enjoying it right now. He's playing the right way. He's playing hard and showing up at the right times for us, so it's, uh, it's definitely a joy.
0: Two home games this weekend, Friday, Saturday night, Saturday night's a really cool promotion. Country night. Uh so the sweaters, it's it looks like a literal flannel sweater, if you would. Um, these are wild, man. It's it's almost like um, you know, Oregon has been able to recruit just based off you know, uniform variations. How how much do the players get into this type of stuff?
5: I think they get into it. I think uh, it helps them relax and think about something other than the four check or the D zone coverage, you know, they like, can talk about their jerseys and sometimes these specialty ones, especially at the minor leagues, they don't fit great. So like, if you get one, that's too big. You feel like you're flying around with a damn Cape on, um, but I think those ones are neat. Robbie does Rob lapolis He does the radio yeah. for us. And among a lot of other things that he takes care of, he's, he's awesome at his job and we're lucky to have him and he designs a lot of these jerseys. So, I think these ones are pretty neat. They're, they're unique. They're different. Uh, I think it, it's going to be awesome for the people to, to see those jerseys and it fits well with, within our community, right? We're old school in Adirondack. I wouldn't have it any other way. So you yeah, know. it'll be exciting to see those guys and hopefully we come out with a lot of energy.
0: Uh, would you rather have the Jersey too tight or too small or uh, too, too, t- too small or too big?
5: Too small for me. I always wanted my, I don't want my gear to move. I think most guys would probably say the same thing. You know, you get especially in the sleeves <laughs> if the sleeves are too loose and they're getting into your hands and you can't you know you're trying to make a play and your hands are all screwed up it's just a nightmare so you know it's hey, we deal with it beggars can't be choosers and but you know it's funny
0: but if you if you rip a slapper man you're liable to to rip right underneath your arm wouldn't you
5: yeah i mean tight is not necessarily good either too tight but yeah. you know, they gotta find that happy medium so You want to be able to move out there, but you also don't want some extra garments getting in the way.
0: Can't slow you down. Uh, That's, again, Saturday night, country night, February 17th. Home on the 16th as well, and then home the following weekend too. So a little home ice momentum here when it comes to uh, the weekends. One of your goalies has been getting a lot of love too just because the last name is so recognizable. But Jeremy Brodeur is is playing pretty darn well this year too, right, Coach? I mean, he's – a second or third in goals against average in terms of qualifying goaltenders this year. He's got a save percentage near 930. What do you see out of him?
5: Confidence, Uh great rapport with his teammates and his other goaltenders who he's the veteran of. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just a guy that's taking advantage of the opportunity. It's a little bit different because we are kind of trying to spread out the starts with them. You know, once Brennan got healthy, they basically have just been going one, two, three, one, two, three, regardless of really how they're playing. It's just, it's how we're handling it with, you know, Brennan's a young guy, so he needs to get in there. But uh, Jeremy, as an older guy could, you know, you could be sour grapes in a situation like that, where you think you've, especially how he's played this year, but it's working well. They all get to stay fresh. Um, it keeps them motivated. They seem to enjoy when one another does well. And, and I think that comes from the top down and him being the leader, the guy who's played seven or eight years of pro hockey, a couple different leagues in North America. He played in the English league. Uh, he's been on several different teams. He's been on the East. He's been on the West. He's been in the North. He's been in the South. Um, so he's got a lot of experience to draw on. Uh, and it's come together nicely for him this year. So hopefully he can keep rolling here, leading our group uh, with his competitive nature. Uh, it's, it's different the way that he competes like he really keeps it loose but there's a competitor in there like he doesn't want pucks going in his nets i'm sure he wants to start every game uh but he's been he's been fun to be around you know i had the chance to play with him when he was a rookie uh and then again in three ice we played uh, against each other uh in the summertime so we had a bit of a relationship going into the season and he's been a joy to work with
0: how did you used to beat him i never did what was his what was his weak spot that you found
5: so let me tell you, this is Broads, okay? And I yeah. don't know if he'll see this or not, but it's fine. I'll say it to him. When you go down and look at Broads, sometimes it's like looking at a dang street hockey goalie. And you're like, why is he standing like that? Why does he look like he, he doesn't care about what's happening? But he's really knows the game. This guy will rotate on penalty mm-hmm. kill situations and just be standing there before the pass is made because he reads the game so well. So he just baits you, tries to look like a goofball. Sometimes he looks like he's just a capital A standing there, but he makes saves because he reads the game well. He lets the puck hit him, and then he gobbles up his rebound. So he's a fun guy to have around, and we're lucky to have him. I love that.
0: Last thing, I'll let you get out of here. Uh, you already mentioned that Rob has a hand and maybe is is the person behind some of these jersey designs. I don't know who's in charge of in arena music, but are, would we expect a full country theme? Now, look, I know when you're in a huddle and you're drawing up plays, you're probably not paying attention to what music's playing, but just on, you know, when the whistle blows and everybody's kind of just floating around a little bit, I, I would have to imagine you're taking note of what songs you recognize and don't recognize. We're we going to get all country on Saturday night, you think? Have to, right?
5: I would imagine it's it's heavy country. We'll have to see Vic, Victoria Beagle. She uh, she handles our, our music, so I'll ask her tomorrow. But to your point, it, it does make a difference. Yeah. You, know, you can, especially when you're on the road, you recognize uh, the music here is not so great. It does, it does make a difference to feel the energy in the arena, and they, I think they always do a great job at our rank, entertaining the fans, but also keeping the guys jacked up, you know, cause right. it's a tough game. They're out there for, what do they play 20 minutes out of the 60 and it's high intensity. You need something to get you going uh, maybe to distract you at times, which is totally fine by me. Cause I needed that as a player. Um, so we'll see. I'm sure maybe we'll have some Toby Keith, a little bit of Toby Keith for, you know, to, to remember him. I'm sure oh, that that little uh, memorial will happen, but, Yeah, we are looking forward to a good night. Hopefully it's sold out. I don't think it won't be at this point. I think that there won't be many empty seats there, and hopefully we can play well enough and get some free fries again.
0: (laughs) Dude, nobody would ever wish a down season for the Thunder. But it doesn't – I mean, it almost doesn't matter how many games you guys win. That town shows up every home game. The $3 Labatt Blues and $4 Bud Lights may not hurt either. But, uh, you know, it's – it's always good hockey to see. Hey, good luck this weekend, Coach. Congrats on all the I'll say early success, because I know yeah. the, the plans are obviously bigger than the regular season. So uh congrats, good luck, and uh and let's do this again before too long.
5: That sounds like a plan. Thank you for the uh for the support. And yeah, hopefully we're playing hockey for a long time here. We're gonna do our
3: best. I don't care what kind of stories that's been told on. The things in life you used to do if you can't give true love to me i'll understand just do the best you can
1: the nicolah ultra 2.6 carbs and 95 calories
4: at Marcella's Appliance Center, our commitment is to you. Providing essential appliances that families depend on for cooking, refrigeration, cleaning and sanitation, plus appliance repair. You can have peace of mind that Marcella's is here for you today and every day. Like we have been since 1957, helping you make the right choice with trusted brands like Whirlpool, Maytag, KitchenAid, Gen Air, and many more. Shop Marcella's Appliance Center in-store, online, or by phone. We're here for you.
1: And now back to Honorado and Miller, sponsored by Alpen House.
0: All right, no more football. I know we'll get into what are they what are they calling the the new merge league? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not watching spring football. It's just not going to happen for me. Okay, I love to just grossly consume it in the fall and winter. But after the Super Bowl, I am ready to turn the page to some college hoops in NBA and NHL. Okay, Jack Hughes back healthy with the Devils. And then baseball. Like, baseball's already on my brain. Pitchers and catchers have reported. We had a 60-degree Saturday here in the Capital Region. Like, I'm, I'm ready to get into March Madness, the push for that, and then baseball season. I'm ready for that. So sad that football is, is gone for now, but it'll be back before you know it. And it's always a talking point. Let's face it. We'll be talking about the draft in no time. How about this for the Tiger effect? He's on the course at the Genesis Invitational, tournament that he hosts. And betting is up at sports books. Not only are people wagering on Tiger, they are just betting in general on this tournament. Yours truly included. My bet on Justin Thomas to finish top five. Not looking good after round one. So I'll be strike one right out of the gate, the PGA Tour season. But Tiger at 125 to one when this thing teed off. Talk about value. Is he going to win this thing? No. But fun little bet to make. It's the longest odds Tiger Woods has had in a tournament on the PGA Tour in the last 15 years. He was 100 to one 15 years ago or so. Um, and now 125 to one at his own tournament. But this is the tiger effect. We it's funny. Used to always measure tiger's effect in you know TV ratings, purses, um, just even attendance on the course. This is the next metric. Betting. This is the metric now that so many professional sports leagues organizations are judging viewership, attention, the bets that are placed. It's just where we are. People are interested, likely to put a bet on it. They might watch it. They might, and that's the difference, is there are a lot of people out there who will place a bet and not watch a single second of this tournament. But they'll check just to see the leaderboard, where Tiger is or where Justin Thomas is. I know our guy Sam is going to be watching this for sure. Tiger on the course. Good stuff there. How about Joseph Gerard III and what he did in a two-game stretch? Winning at, at the time, number three, North Carolina, and then his return to Syracuse. Average 19.5 points per game, five rebounds, two and a half assists, and that adds up to ACC Player of the Week for the grad student from Glens Falls. And Clemson then beat Miami handily at home. By 17. So this is clearly not yet ranked, but clearly an NCAA tournament team right now. And they were, they should have been an NCAA tournament team last year, but Ed Gerard with a guy like PJ Hall, it's a pretty good team. Uh, And the ACC in Joe Lunardi's eyes, who does all the bracketology for ESPN, the ACC is down because I think he only has like three or four teams going. Remember the days where they'd put in seven or eight? Not this year, it doesn't appear. But I think you can include Clemson in that group unless something really starts to fall apart. Now, after Clemson went to the Dome and beat Syracuse, the Orange brought in North Carolina, They they beat them too. So Carolina's had a tough little stretch here, losing to Clemson and then Syracuse. Um, but a good win for Cuse. One, they needed a Syracuse tournament team. No, they are not. Um, but that's a nice win to hang your hat on. For the first year under uh, Adrian Autry, not bad, not bad at all. All right, so we've we've had some time to think about it. What do we like in Super Bowl Fifty Nine? I gave you my sleeper picks of uh, the Rams and the Texans, just for value. Twenty-five to one Houston, thirty to one L.A. Chargers are also thirty to one. If you want to jump on the Harbaugh bandwagon with Justin Herbert. I'm not quite there on it yet. They need to get some roster and cap situations figured out before any of that happens. Um, But those were my sleepers. So shoot them in the comments who you think is going to win a uh, Super Bowl 59. Not going to be my Packers, but I told you, I think the Lions take a little bit of a step back. I do think that's going to happen. Yeah. Um some good stuff to look forward to next week. I'm going to do an interview with one of the members of Black Violin. Check out this duo, uh, hip-hop duo coming to the Palace Theater in Albany. Uh, we're going to talk with Will Baptiste next week on the show. So that'll be fun conversation for sure. And if you check them out on YouTube, it, some of the stuff they do is incredible. Really, really cool. Definitely a ticket you want to get uh, to see them at the Palace Theater. So we'll do that uh, with uh, Black Violin next week. Albany Firewolves at home this weekend, Adirondack Thunder as well. Of course, we've got the the uh, Firewolves for you uh, on my four, right where you see this show on Saturday nights, taking you right in to that face-off between the Firewolves and the Colorado Mammoth. Thanks for hanging out this week, everybody. Have a great weekend. We will see you next week on Honorado and Miller.